Hey there folks and welcome back to the Coffee Shop Best Bits Podcast. This is the Best Bits Podcast of a radio show I do with my good friend Dan over on 382 Radio every Friday 7 until 10pm UK time. We're back this week live after we had a few technical issues last week. Uh, we had a lot of catching up to do. Uh, Dan went through another Chewbacca, Alpaca, Macapaca backstory, uh, which is a real tongue twister. Um, and we managed to speak to Sabrina Fowler. Um, about her journey through music and any upcoming projects. And then Dan found out he actually had a midlife crisis last week. So that's all interesting. And that's all coming up in the next half an hour. So we hope you enjoy and we hope you can catch the show live next week. I had a midlife crisis. There we go. Which is weird considering I'm 18. There we go. What's your midlife crisis? Have you bought a Porsche? I haven't bought a Porsche. Okay, a bit less interesting, but <laughs> go. What's your midlife crisis? Uh, it's not necessarily I bought something. It's uh, I saw a bunch of pe- a bunch of uh, school kids just getting on the getting on the tube, and I was sat there going like, "Hold on, like in your head, do you have an age? Do you have an age that you think you are at all times?" I still think I'm eighteen. I I keep that's that's not that weird because you are nineteen. Yeah. Um, in well... my head, I'm still fifteen. I mean, anyone, like, under about 16, I will say is eight. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like there's a kid who, who I used to always play football with before I moved, like, I've, before I moved and met Harry. And I'm, he came, I came across him on Facebook the other day and he started texting me. And, and, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm in sixth form now. I'm like, no, mate, you're nine. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you're nine, and you will always be nine. Yeah, it's like we were a few of us were at the park a few days ago playing football, um, and there were like five or six groups sat around us, and we just concluded all of them were eight. <laughs> all eight. They were all eight. <laughs> just nothing it's in like, between. Just all eight. It's like, oh, oh, what was it? I saw a video. The, the kids starting secondary school. This this year are younger than the, than like minions <laughs> really yeah they're younger than minion memes oh god when when was first what would have been despicable me when was that oh because surely that I... surely that was like they're either younger or they're roughly the same so some of them will be younger some of them will be older like that kind of time frame because in my in my head despicable me was like 2013 I think it was a bit earlier than then. I was going to say, if it was 2013, that that is a bit mad. Because I, I don't... They must be really smart to be starting secondary school if it was 2013. This is, this is Dan uh, doing some frantic Googling. Frantically Googling. That sounds like uh, a really good band name. Frantic Googling. 20... <laughs> frantic Googling. Uh, 2010. That will be my next album name. <laughs> frantic Googling. Your, ne- your first album name, you mean? Uh, single name, sorry. <laughs> Frantic Googling. I have albums, they're just not released and they're sat on a hard drive and they will never, ever, ever, ever be released. So, if anyone wants to hear Dan's music, uh, message me, <laughs> we will go raid his flat uh, and we'll find the You will FBI my hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we'll, we'll just knock on your front door, ask your mum, can we borrow Dan's hard drive so we can embarrass him? She'll say yes. Oh, no, that, that, we'll that's a, nice... a different hard drive. They're on the one that's currently in London, so. Oh, well, we'll just get you drunk. You'll take us home. Um, <laughs> because 
somehow you want to show us Chewbacca. You want to in you want to have a drinking party with Chewbacca. <laughs> it, it's fine. It's it's fine. He doesn't need to be vaccinated. He's cardboard. He's cardboard. <laughs> they, they My uh, other flatmate moved back in this week as well. Oh we, yeah. Uh, so he got introduced to Chewbacca. Uh, please say you just like left him at the front door. Uh, <laughs> no, I wish I did, to be fair. I didn't realise he was moving back in. I, I was just going down to Tesco's and I saw him in the lift. It was quite awkward. <laughs> I was like, what? Did... Uh, but no, um, he, taking... was sat, he was sat in the kitchen doing something. And I was going to the toilet, which is where Chewbacca lives. Because... Why wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I opened up my toilet room, my my bathroom door, uh, and he went, "Hold on!" It, uh, I, as I came out, he went, "Dan, what's that behind you?" <laughs> no, I just introduced him as as our fourth flatmate. <laughs> I was going to say it sounded like at the start that you took him in the lift with you. <laughs> just, <laughs> I can't just, go anywhere without him. So I'm, I'm just taking my tube back on a walk. On a... <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, uh, it's it's now it's like you know how people used to get out during lockdown walking their dogs. You're walking your Chewbacca. I'm walking my Chewbacca. I've got a new kite. <laughs> <laughs> just just um, kite sailing with a massive Chewbacca. Yeah. That that could be an album name as well. Kite sailing with Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> what genre would that be, Harry? Bunk rock. Definitely punk rock. <laughs> Same as if it, walking with Chewbacca. That's definitely punk rock. No, walking with Chewbacca is like sci-fi country. Just, just country, <laughs> but since. So all I'm, all I'm imagining is someone with a cowboy. Either hat that, and or Stetsons. it's a pop love album. <laughs> yeah, all I'm imagining is someone with a cowboy hat and Stetsons singing. <laughs> With the harmonica. No, you know that organ. you know that uh, that like clip where it oh I forgot I forgot what his name is now. But there's a clip and it's just like a guy with a cowboy hat that's been like green screened into the sky. Do you know the one I'm on about? Yes, I know the one you're on about. It's just that do, do that but like it's photoshopped Chewbacca's face over him. No, just instead of the sun it's Death Star. <laughs> I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna uh, do the Oh, uh, what's the children's show where the where the child's face is the sun? Uh, Teletubbies. Te- I mean, just Teletubbies, but with Chewbacca in the sun. Oh, I mean, all I was imagining through that was someone with Stetsons and a cowboy hat, a harmonica and an accordion, just playing the Star Wars theme tune. No, it's the canteen theme. <laughs> do, 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 do. They just replace all of them with cowboys and... Is this what you did in like your music lessons during secondary school? You were the kid just spamming DJ. DJ, DJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that was. That you're, was the, you're, you're the weird kid sat in the corner going. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one really learned anything, unless you took music at GCSE. You didn't learn anything. It just drunk. I did take music at GCSE, and I didn't learn it. Yeah, but you could play music. The thing is, if <laughs> if you do if you do specific instrument lessons, you know stuff. That's fair enough. Everyone knows you know stuff. If you don't, you've got everyone ranging that I can't play a triangle to I can play Led Zeppelin on my own. 
<laughs> yeah. So, or, or I think I can play Led Zeppelin yeah. on my own. Which means you've got people that will sit on the keyboard going, DJ. But then you also have people that will just be pressing like one key on the keyboard all the time. <laughs> oh, th- this sounds good. Let's do this. And this. But then they'll say, right, now we're going to play on the xylophone. It's like, why? What? Who needs to know how to use a xylophone? It's one of the subjects I don't get doing. I love music. Love music. Yeah, I love music. It's part of my daily life. Every... I mean, I'm, I'm spending nine grand a year doing yeah, that. You're, so. you're, you're spending nine grand a Xylophone. Uh, xylophone. But like, it's one of it's one of the things. Like, you don't learn. Who learns anything from the xylophone? I'm presuming someone who can play the xylophone. But generally, it's like they they'll make you like it'll be create a piece on the xylophone and perform it in class. Why? What what benefit does that give to you? You'll be stood there for five music minutes. Music classes in secondary school. Well, a lot of music course, maybe not music courses, are a bit point. Music classes in secondary school, like forced ones, are a bit stupid. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. They're they're a bit stupid. It's one of the subjects that doesn't make sense making people do. Yeah. Like some some you can see the beneficiaries are we've somehow got from talking to a about a chocolate cake in the shape of a caterpillar um to music class um, welcome to the coffee shop <laughs> yeah welcome to the coffee shop with harry and dan uh, um no but it's like it's i feel like that should be put alongside something like like there should be an optional forced one if that makes sense so you could choose to do music drama uh to help me come up with it like i don't cooking. know wood tech Something like that. Yeah, see, like, I... I'm gonna... No, I'm not going to sneeze. Um, like, there are certain subjects you can see the beneficiaries behind them. So, like, geography. I did geography up to A-level. Um, trust me, some people in the GCSE class could have done with paying attention in geography. Everyone um, in the South could, could do with a benefit. Could yeah. do with looking at a map. Everyone <laughs> in the South, which looked... Look at the map of where some of our music submissions come from. It's a lot of you. If it's either the south or Manchester, <laughs> you lot at home, get yeah. Google Maps up, zoom out. Yeah, above the M25, that's not north. North is a lot further <laughs> than the M25 ring road. <laughs> yeah, north is more than the M25 ring road. If, if you're in London, you can't count a holiday as going to another part of London. Yeah. Or if, Croydon, or what? Like, yeah. If there's a London airport above where you're saying north is, that's not north. Yeah. I think that <laughs> there's two or three airports with the name London above what Southerners think of north. Yeah. I, I've got the people I used to work with in Bournemouth they thought that North was essentially above Hampshire. Which cuts off half <laughs> Anything of Anything above anyway. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I am not... I live, to be fair, I'm sat on the North-South divide line. Pretty much. I've brought... There is a reason I've brought this up, and I know Nathan's listening. So, Nathan, this goes out to you as well. But, we've, like, look got, at a map. We've got more than one listener. <laughs> um... Yeah, so no, we might we might just have one listener. <laughs> no, I thought you played as well. 
<laughs> we're in at least single digits. We're not in negative digits. Now, I know more people listening because we've got a lot of artists listening who yeah. will be disappointed to hear their music's not going to be on for about another 45 minutes. Sorry, lads. Sorry, see you in a bit. We'll, we'll, we'll text you. Give us three rings. Give us three rings. When you get in, three rings. Yeah. Uh, it's the future. Um, yeah, it's like the, the North is not the M25. Mm. Um, and now, I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh, I think we were talking about chocolate cake. Music lessons. <laughs> Music lessons. Music lessons. Ge- geography we were talking about. Yeah, there, there were some people that need to know it. I had someone in my class in GCSE. Um, we were, I th- I've definitely told this story. We were given a map to label the mega cities of Europe. Uh, which, for anyone interested, is any city is above... It, is this is this the one... one <laughs> I think Nathan just texted me. Is this the one where they had the map the wrong way round? Yeah. It, it was an unlabeled map of Europe. And they said, Miss, I don't know which way around the map goes. And the teacher replied, Find the UK, it's that way. I can't find it. <laughs> I'm... Nathan has just texted me. The North, the North is above Hampshire. Uh, F you, Bournemouth forever. Ham- Hampshire. Oh. Can we sack him? <laughs> Can we sack him? Yeah. <laughs> He's not released anything yet. <laughs> exactly. Sack him before his first release. <laughs> I mean, he's not getting paid, so like... Yeah, you never know. Hampshire's <laughs> south, London's south, Luton's south, Birmingham's the Midlands. <laughs> Luton's hell. The north starts in... Where would I say the north starts? Yorkshire. Oh, but, well, Birmingham. Where would I say the north starts? Yeah, Lancashire. Above Wales. Above right, can, Wales we, can, can, we, can we get back to geography, please? Oh, geography was just a, a tangent. No, we were saying music lessons are... yeah you... music lessons being forced to do that is is a bit stupid yeah but I feel like there should be a like uh, there should be a choice of you're forced to take one of these three things well if you think music that... drama or like art music drama art I don't think I have used any of those in my life I've used two of those well, mu- music you use, because you do music, I'll tell you the other one isn't drama. Uh, you never know. <laughs> no, I know from your, your attempts at lying, you have not used drama in your life. <laughs> Art. Or have t- No, you haven't. No, oh, okay. Art, <laughs> what, you used to GCSE? <laughs> used in my GCSE exam, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, you could have taken something else. So, realistically... You've not used. Actually, thinking about it, have you? Did you learn anything in music? Uh, no. <laughs> there we go. So you've not used any. Not of those. not GCSE level music now. <laughs> no, you've not used any of those. And today we're joined by Sabrina Fowler. How are you today, Sabrina? I'm doing very well. You? I'm great, thanks. It's perfect weather here, so can't wait to get something done with it. Um, so let's kick straight into it. When did you start making music? Um, making, like, like recording music? Oh, uh, recording, writing. Okay. Uh, 
when I was very, very young, probably started writing in the fourth grade when I was writing short stories and poetry. And I recorded probably when I was 13, 14, because I used to put my music on MySpace. Okay. Back in the back in the day before iTunes and YouTube came out and you could sell it, I would just put it there to get it heard. So yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Okay. And what sort of music were you listening to at that time? What was sort of your first music you listened to? Oh, when I first started, probably Michelle Branch, Simple Plan, Avril Lavigne, Evanescence. And then I went into Green Day, Bon Jovi, and Billy Idol. I was going to say, I can notice a Green Day poster right behind you. Yeah. Um, so what was the first album you ever bought? What was the first sort of music you purchased? Oh, my God. Probably, probably Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say... That's probably the first album I ever bought before I went into like finding the style of music I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure everybody bought Britney Spears first. <laughs> <laughs> so a bit different from the first music you listened to then. Yeah, but um, going into what I'm doing would, would be Michelle Branch would be the first one, which I was singing a lot before I wanted to go into like avril style and then simple plan and stuff but yeah but the first record i ever bought would probably be the first album of britney spears okay. and, and i still and i still have it oh well so it's what was that was it mp3 cd vinyl it was a record okay CD. yeah okay and so who would you call your sort of inspiration for music who would you say inspires you most to create your music um, my life, because <laughs> I write about what I go through, because people are in th this world is not like it. People can have problems living day by day. And I thought if I write music to help people, it would help me, too. So I write about what I go through and what others go through. And hopefully it helps the listeners that listen to my music. So. That's okay. what I write about. Okay. Um, so going back to some of the stuff you've worked on, in 2018 you signed with Danceplant Records? 2019. 2019, yes. sorry. What were the sort of feelings okay. when that happened? What was sort of going through your mind when you got that through? Finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going through a lot because I've been trying to get signed, and then as soon as I got it, I'm like, now the actual work starts. Yeah. But I was just happy to find someone that believed in me and, and believes in me. And uh, yeah, uh, things are going very well. I'm now on mainstream radio as well. So yeah, things are... It took a year from when, when I got signed to get on the radio, but it always takes that long because you have to prove yourself Yeah. and push. But yeah, things are going and... It's crazy once you put your work in, how fast things can happen if you really just do it and don't think, when is it going to happen? Just do it because it's going to happen one day. Yeah. I, I have this patience thing where it's like it's taking too long, but then it's going to happen when it's the right time to happen. So yeah, that's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so your latest release, 
um, was the your self-titled compilation album, which came out in 2019. Uh, yes. Tell us a bit about the album. What sort of made you want to release a compilation album at that point? Um, well, when I got signed, my label wanted to re-release all of the songs that I, I already put out and add a new one, which is everything, my song Everything. And so that way it's all in one. So if people want all my songs, they can get it all together. So I had a feeling they would do that because some labels will want to re-release your songs once you sign. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And do you have a favorite song on that album? <laughs> That's the question I, I always get. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't say favorite, but I can say the first one I normally play live to start the show. Okay, well, what's that song then? It's one chance because okay. it's my it's my baby. It's it's very close. It it was off of my first EP, which that song really picked up. Like got a lot of people like listening to it. So I always play that one first. Okay. And what's yeah. sort of the story behind that song? Where did that one come about? <laughs> it's about wanting the guy you like to, to give you a chance to go out with them. It's actually, when I was in college, I liked this guy and I wanted him to go out with me. We're actually really good friends and he knows about the song. But it just, that, that story just came out so nice to be in a song. And he's heard it and it's fine but <laughs> yeah okay and so talk a bit about that extra song you were talking about on the album uh, everything where did that everything. one sort of come about well everything is actually written by chris burkett and his daughter and his daughter may burkett which he actually produced that song with me and when i was recording other songs in his studio he said i think you should sing this song he thought it would be good for my voice so I practiced it and I'm like, wow, okay, now I, okay, this is awesome. I love it. I love it. The song is about peer pressure as a teenager going through the stress, uh, you know, going through life, not knowing what you want, um, putting a fake smile to make people think you're happy. Because, you know, in high school, there's so much drama. So, yeah. and I'm glad I sang that song because I went through that exact thing when I was in high school, so it does relate. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, you brought up Chris Burkett then. Um, you've been able to work with producers such as him, uh, Stuart Epps, Ken Wells, and they've had the privilege to work with artists such as Elton John, Led Zeppelin, Dolly Parton. What's it like to be able to work with people that have that sort of experience and can actually bring so much to what you really want to do? You learn, you learn from them. Um, the best thing about them is they didn't change anything or they let me have my creativity. Um, I didn't feel that I had to prove anything. I just, I was just myself. Really, I was just in the right place at the right time to have that opportunity. Like, um, I, all the all of them which I worked with, I didn't expect. Yeah. It it ju it just came in front of me at that point, 
But mm. um, I have to say Stuart Epps was really good. Um, he wanted to make sure my I liked what I heard before he mastered it. Same with Chris and Kent. Um, yeah. Um, but the best thing about them is they knew how to make me comfortable before I sang. So yeah. it's not it's not like I got there and got into the booth and started singing. They talked to me. We went over a few things to get me comfortable. And that's what producers need to do. What sort of stuff are you working on? Have you got a few singles? Have you got an album ready to record? My goal is to have an album, but I don't know... If it, it might be single, single, then album, I don't know yet, but I really just want to get at least one song out there just to start the process yeah. because, you know, it's been almost two years and I think I need to release a new one. Yeah. So, and but so, that will happen when I can go into the studio. Yeah. And so what sort of style will this song be? Will it be sort of following a similar path to your previous ones or will it be something new? I'm hoping it, it's... It's from what I'm thinking, it might be a little bit heavier. Maybe I like to do some soft ones, like soft ballads, like, yeah. like Hurt, or everything is a, it's like more like an, I've been told it sounds like a bit of evanescence. So we'll, we'll see where the creativity goes when I'm in the studio, because I might think of something now, but in the studio might be completely different. Yeah. And so what do you say sometimes the songs that you make are almost inspired when you get into the studio? Then? Well, things can change. Hmm. I might write it one way and then the sound changes in the studio. But um, I'm, I'm very open because when a, when a producer says, let's do this instead of that, I trust them because they they have had experience and know what sells and what's good to be put in the in the mainstream world so yeah yeah, yeah. and everything they have told me has actually turned out really good so i'm glad i took their advice mm. but other than that yeah like even when i write a song and finish it i might go back and tweak it again yeah you know songs are never done until you record them and sometimes they're just never done but you just have to stop and just put it out there yeah okay and so of course after the past year or however long it's been um and of course you create new music will you be performing more live stuff when is available i am doing virtual shows online but yeah i just i honestly just can't wait to get back out there yeah. out in front of people okay and with all this increase of international play could you see yourself uh, going abroad some point i hope so that's good I, I i hope to get back into the festivals when all this goes i can go back into the big festivals again yeah that sounds fantastic and of course for anyone interested where can people uh, get tickets for these virtual performances Oh, they would have to go to my, um, well, I, I don't charge really when I do these things. It's where can people go to see these then? Oh, to my, well, they can go to my website, sabrinafallow.com. And at the top, they can go to my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all my information is on my social media accounts. That's fantastic. Um, and so talking about sort of creating new music. 
Who would you say would be your dream collaboration to make music with? Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, <laughs> because I, I wonder every day where he comes up with some of his, mm. like his American Idiot album that got me into rock. Yeah. I swear if you read it from, read read the lyric booklet from the beginning to the end, it's a, it's a story. Yeah. It's a book. So I just want to know, like, if we ever sat together and wrote a song, what would come out of it? Because he's so good at writing. Target is selling a new pair of slippers. So if, if your little toes get warm, or in our case, cold. rather big feet. Um, yeah. I, yeah, cold, sorry. Um, there's a pair of $20 slippers you can get. Uh, that's like what, fifteen quid? Yeah. Um, and you, you may be wondering, Dan, uh, why am I bringing this up? Oh, do they have massive targets on them? No, but I'm, I'm copywriting that. I'm going to make <laughs> bulletproof slippers. You can aim arrows. Bulletproof <laughs> slippers. Bulletproof what slippers. Ki what kind are they? Are the, are the ones that, that you just kind of walk into? They don't have like the backs of. What the bulletproof ones? Yeah, your bulletproof slippers. Would you make them like normal, like normal, sh like you know, like loafer slippers that you can get? It's in the early phases you... of development, Dan. I've, I've not worked or, or, out. Or, or, would, or, would, or would they be like the ones that you walk into, and if you kick slightly, and if you like move your foot slightly too fast, they go flying? Yeah, if, if you try and do Raboni, your slippers going in the goal, probably better than the <laughs> shot is. Um, if, if, if you try kicking a football, you're going to have to go two neighbours over to get your shoe back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but the, these ones in question, then, um, uh, they're, they're more the sort of boot style of slippers. Uh, so that sort of answers your question. Uggs. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. But there's a special thing about these slippers, Dan. Um, they're microwavable. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Target released these slippers. Um, to keep your feet very warm um, <laughs> you can basically warm up the slippers in the microwave ahead of time uh, and Target claims slippers can relieve aches and pains and may provide temporary relief from sprains and bruises when warm um, I want to see they try to put like a hot water bottle and slippers like together I feel that's what they've tried to do um, it says here to use you Heat the slippers I'm in the Imagine if you got just got melted cheese all over your slippers. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you haven't cleaned the microwave and there's still a bit of curry sauce or something. Yeah, just curry sauce dripping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to use the slippers, uh, you put them in the microwave for a couple of seconds. You shake to distribute the heat. Don't know what that's about. Uh, then... They have like liquid in, so it is a hot water bottle then. I feel it's probably closer to like the heat or, pouches. Or like maybe. a jelly or something. Yeah, I, I feel it's probably more jelly. Like, you know, the the crap ice packs you were given in primary school. <laughs> just one of those. No, the crap ice packs you were given was just a green paper towel with some water on. No, they had, like, weird jelly sash sashes that they, that they kept in, like... Because they were... Well, you must have gone to a private school, then. We got green paper towels with some water on. We, the, we, I, got, I got that wrapped in one singular bit of toilet roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then they say, test the heat against the back of your hand. Um... I'm, I'm just imagining someone. Someone's accidentally stepped, stepped into a rustler's burger and had a banging idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, 
I like the warnings that come with them. Um, so don't do not leave. <laughs> he comes a... with a sachet of like just don't <laughs> don't eat that. They're made in the same factory. What so, <laughs> microwave? Yeah, as rustlers. Are they? Yeah. Well, no. That's but, amazing. No, but joke for jokes' sake. Oh, I was going to say that's amazing if they are. Oh, well, I think someone got some cheese and ketchup mixed up. <laughs> There's a swap team going past my house at the minute. Um, they've heard your idea, Dan. They don't like rustlers burgers with microwavable slippers. <laughs> um, Instead of that, you, you just don't get any bread. <laughs> just a burger in your sock. <laughs> um, yeah. So some warnings come with it. Uh, don't leave unattended while heating. Um, so don't leave your slipper in the microwave unattended, which I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever said before. Um, then this is the one that I like. Watch carefully for overheating or unusual smells or signs, uh, unusual s- smells or signs of smoke. <laughs> now I... Do you want to know what's weird? This is the... This isn't the only story about about clothes and microwaves I've ever heard. <laughs> this isn't the only story I've heard about microwaveable slippers. <laughs> it's not about microwaveable slippers. It's about clothing and microwaves. <laughs> What's your story about clothing and microwaves? Uh, so I was on I was on a night out uh, before before in like before the lager lurgy. Before no, not before the lager lurgy. In the in between part of the lager lurgy, when it couldn't get you after ten o'clock, ah yes, or before ten o'clock that time. Yep. Uh, so I went and <laughs> there was this lad on a night out, and he had a hole in the side of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, how'd you get the hole in the side of your shirt? He was like, oh, I'll put it in the microwave before it came out. <laughs> what? And I was like, why'd you put your clothes in your microwave? He was like, he dries them quickly. I did it once when I was really drunk. But <laughs> but this time but this time I didn't put enough clothes in, so it just burnt a hole in my shirt. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> and that's it for this week's folks. Remember if you can catch the live show at 7 until 10 pm on 382 Radio every Friday, UK time that is. Uh, podcast will be back next Saturday at some point. Um, you can follow us on social media, Bonsai78media, at Harry underscore Con1, at D.A.N underscore M, and at Coffee Shop Records underscore. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us or submit your music for the live show, uh, email us, contact at Bonsai78media.co.uk. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll be back same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>